Hello, you're listening to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Radio, a place where like-minded people come together to discuss spirituality, awakening, plant medicine, and more. Hi, welcome to Dragonfly Heart Medicine Podcast, and today I have a very special guest with me on the show, and I'll go ahead and turn it over to her so she can introduce herself and tell us a little bit about her and and why you decided to be on the podcast. What do you have to share with the world? <laughs> Hello, podcast world. My name is Asia Vu, and I am the CEO, owner, and founder of Hurricane Beauty Company, and I am here today to share me with the world, <laughs> talk about some uh, fun things that I got coming up. And, Exciting. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So before we dive too much into things, so what I do with people before they tell me their life story and every detail about their business is mm-hmm. truth, truths, and a lie. Mm-hmm. And so far out of, I think I've done three, you're my third interview. Mm-hmm. The first two interviews I did, I figured out the lie. Okay. But it was lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what happens this time. All right. All right. So truth, truths, and a lie. Whenever you're ready, go. Okay. Um... I was born in Indonesia. I can talk to dead people. And I hug trees on a regular basis. Hmm. See, I could believe all of these with you, <laughs> though, is the thing. Hmm. And I'm a pretty good liar. I'm pretty convinced. Yeah, that's so. why I was like, because normally people will have a slight change in their voice, or it's even different because I'm doing it with you in person. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't notice any difference really. Mm-hmm. So. I can be very convincing. I've convinced so many people of so many things. Let's see, you can use your powers for good or evil, but lying is—I to- don't know—it's not always good. Um, I don't I know. I call it stretching truth. <laughs> stretching the truth. There we go. <laughs> All right. Um, you were born in Indonesia? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, that was your guess? That was my guess. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> see, I knew that wasn't I knew that wasn't it, but then I was like, okay, so what is it? Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, that was the lie. Just kidding, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Three for three. That was the lie. <laughs> yep. I can tell you, you talk to dead people, and uh, yeah. I hug trees quite often. Yeah. So nice. when did you when did you find out about that? Talking to dead people. Yeah. Um. Uh, quite recently, actually. Interesting. Yeah. I. It, it's possible that I might have been able to do it when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I feel like I repressed a lot of memories from my yeah. childhood. So mm-hmm. that I'm not sure about. Um, I would have to like sit and like really meditate and open up some deep mm-hmm. spaces you know what I mean but um yeah quite quite recently actually within the past like three years and it was when um I was trying to repair my relationship with a myself be my mother which it wasn't like tragic but I was trying to understand myself through my relationship with her mm-hmm. um and then I realized I went a whole lot deeper with that and so I was trying to connect with my great-grandmother and my grandfather on my mom's side, who I never met because he died before mm. I was born. He died when she was mm-hmm. 23, 22 or 23. Um, so I was I was wanting to be able to get in touch. Right, yeah. And uh, ever since then... And they showed up. 
So uh-huh. you're like, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can talk to dead people. Yeah, yeah. And then a few other, like, random dead people popped up to me. And I was like, whoa, okay. And then, like, some other people's, like, family members mm-hmm. will show up mm-hmm. in certain spaces. They won't say, like, too, too much. Right. Um, but I think that might be because... I'm afraid to hear too much because mm-hmm. I don't want to go telling them too much. Mm-hmm. And then I end up becoming Teresa Caputo. <laughs> in so I'm just like, okay, well, I'll, I'll chill and just talk to right. my people yeah. and let that be it. <laughs> That's smart, though, because some people get excited and then I feel like they dive in too deep and they don't really know what they're getting themselves into. Exactly. Because right. once you are on the other side of the veil, it's a whole nother world and you right. want to be able to navigate that safely. Exactly. Yeah, I've had it, similar experiences where like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first experience was actually, like, I wasn't even planning on anything happening. And then a friend of mine had just spoken about how his dad had committed suicide. Mm. And then he got really emotional. And then all of a sudden, his, like, dad showed up and started talking to him through me. And I was like, hmm. He was like, I know that's my dad. I just know it was because you were saying things. And I'm just like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, texted me or reached out a few days later. I was like, can you do it again? I was like, I don't know how I did And that's what I I don't want. I don't want people asking (laughs) me to do this stuff because I'm like, I can't, like, whatever comes out of my mouth is gospel. Like, I don't even know what I just said. It just Mm -hmm. came out because everybody needed to hear it. So that's that's how that went. Not everybody, at least in the beginning, you know, it sounds like you and I are kind of in the beginning of these gifts is it's hard to, like, turn on and off, too, sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's like if somebody demands, like, Talk to so and so right now. It's like it's like I don't even know how to call. Them. I don't know their phone number. <laughs> right? How do I get to them? All right, cool. So going back to your business, tell everybody the name of it again. Sorry, sipping on tea. Yeah, we're having tea time and podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's great. So uh, name of my business is Hurricane Beauty Company. That is Hurricane with a mm-hmm. capital H E R. And basically, what my business stands for is empowering women through finding. Um, their inner power through their inner beauty, um, so through uh, women's empowerment, um, holistic living, healthy eating, clean beauty, all kinds of different things. Um, I also do like, am I skipping all ahead? No, no. you're fine. I was okay. Because <laughs> I, I want to make sure we don't get too off topic. Oh, yeah, true, you're, true. Good. Yeah. you're good. Um, so I am a holistic esthetician, so I do skincare and waxing. I also do... Um, guided meditations, uh, group mm. meditations. I do tarot readings. Um, I was making skincare for a little bit. I'll get back into that eventually. When I think you gave me some black soap. I just now remembered. Mm-hmm. It's some mask thing, and I just I don't even know where it is. Cause as you can see, my place is a bit of a wreck. I understand. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but I'll okay. have to try it whenever you get a chance. Yes. Do that, and then uh, give me a review. That'd be cool. <laughs> I will. I will definitely do that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, any other services? Um, so I just purchased a Yoni steam pot, so I will be doing those hopefully at the end of January. Um, I just got an update. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I just got an update about shipping, so that'll be coming in soon and and then I'll be able to offer those. Mm -hmm. For those people watching who may not understand exactly what a Yoni steam is, can you explain that? Yes. So a Yoni steam is basically a tea steam for the vagina is what I like to call it. Um, So you will sit over a pot of boiling water with different herbs that help to detox and cleanse the womb, um, both physically and spiritually and emotionally. That's the sacred center. Mm. So um, as women, we hold 
all of our emotions in that space. Um, and so it sends us all out of whack when there's just too much going on in there. Um, when we birth our children, they are taking on all of that mm. stress and energy. And um, it's just, if, if the womb is not healthy, then the world is not healthy. That's why there's this imbalance and all this You can say chaos. that again. If the womb is not healthy, the world is not healthy. Yes. That's why there's mm. all this chaos going on right mm-hmm. now. Shit burning and, and flood and all yeah. this stuff. Because Mother Earth's just a projection of us. Exactly, exactly. Mm. The Divine Feminine, she basically left because she got pissed off with everybody's bullshit. And now she's like, okay, see how y'all get this, <laughs> get everything going properly without me being there i gotta cleanse myself (laughs) yeah for real so that's why there's like this whole influx of women all over the world you know really taking charge of their health um going back to their roots and these natural healing methods um or you know discovering things like uh meditation for example to get more in tune with themselves or Mm -hmm. you know the yoni eggs that's been mm-hmm. becoming popular again. And for those who don't know what a yoni egg is, it's a little crystal egg that you insert into the vagina. And um, it does a lot of like spiritual cleansing and physical like tightening. Mm. So um, for example, mothers who, one of my Brazilian wife clients called it dribble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like she got a piece a little bit. <laughs> she said it's a dribble. So sometimes I like, the you know, they'll, they'll dribble. So um, the eggs are really good for like Kegel exercises. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a more natural and uh, healthier way because it's just mm-hmm. a crystal egg. Um, not something like rubber or plastic with a lot of chemicals right, in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which over time can break down anyway exactly. and just not be good for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yep. That's what I do. I am uh, focusing more on the womb health aspect of it now um, because it's something very important to me. Um, I had to deal with some womb issues, and then when I figured mm-hmm. out how to fix those, I was like, oh, my God, everybody needs to know about this. So now, yeah. yeah womb issues are very common in women, and it seems like it's happening younger and younger. Like, it's not just premenopausal women or women who have had childbirth. Mm-hmm. Like. Really young girls are girls, having issues. Girls as young as like nine years old are struggling with PCOS. Yeah, they that's just they should not be dealing with that. Yeah. So, what do you think is possibly like going on with so many women? Like, why hormones are just seem to be extra out of whack hmm. lately? Where do I start? <laughs> oh, okay, good question. Though. Um. Okay, I would start first of all with. Uh, where do I start? I will start first of all with lack of education. Mm. Lack of education about the womb, about the vagina, about the health of it, about the function of it, mm-hmm. um, the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, uh, which this would also kind of fall under the lack of education belt, um, but the lack of connection to the mm-hmm. womb. Like, girls are not even taught to call their vagina a vagina, it's a private part or a pocketbook or a poom poom or you know a cha cha a, a like something you know but it's never yeah. a vagina like when i grew up it was called a nanny and i'm like a nanny. <laughs> yeah that's what i call my grandmother all I right so that was weird right <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like why did my mom just tell me to call it a vagina like that's what it was i'm confused you know but that's just the world that we that we grew up in um and then there is the lack of education on proper eating 
So, you know, we're eating all this stuff that's terrible for us, and it gets filtered out of the vagina. So whatever crap you put in you is going to go back out. It's going to throw off the balance, going to get all kinds of infections. Like, shit will just go haywire. <laughs> so lack of food education. Um, I know, because I had a really big... And people look at me like I'm crazy when I say this, but when I was in college, I had, like, a a really bad addiction to sugar. Most of us do. Like, Most really, of us do. really bad, because, mm-hmm. like, I would emotionally eat and stuff, too, and then I started getting chronic Excuse yeast me. infections. Yeah. And I was like, this makes no sense. I've never had yeast infections in my life, but I was also never eating that much sugar in mm-hmm. my life, either. Mm-hmm. And so, now that I don't eat as much sugar, like, I might get one every now and then, but then I know exactly what it is and yeah. what to do, like, natural cures for mm-hmm. it. Because then you That's do that antifungal things, too. and then you get other things. Like, exactly. Then you get that cycle of, like, bacterial vaginosis and yeast infection, and it's, like, never ending. Like, and I dealt that with was that taking for, me to my third point. Yeah, <laughs> I had that for three years. Yeah. That cycle. And yep. I was like, oh, my god. Yep. And that was bringing me to my third point is these toxic feminine products that we are being sold, which are incredibly expensive. And I'm not even going to get started on that whole pink tax shit. Because that's a whole, <laughs> okay. I'm not going to do it. We'll just put but, that off to the side. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about that after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so these these toxic feminine products that we're using, the toxic soaps and things, um, the vaccinations that were being given to, you know, that are supposed to prevent like certain. Like Gardasil? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember getting that. And so far, I mean, I haven't had any issues, but I know there are a lot of women who have. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, birth controls. Yep. There's just just so many different factors that are causing, like, all these issues. and, And it's building up over time. And so when these women want to, you know, start fixing these problems, it's got to take longer. Because, like, natural remedies... They really don't take as long as people think, but because they're having to fight through whatever blockages are in your system mm-hmm. and then actually fight like the cause of the issue, that's going to take some time. Right. And people just so, aren't patient. Exactly. They want a quick fix. Just exactly. give me a pill and make me better. Exactly. <laughs> and what is it doing? Causing 10,000 other problems. So then here you are. Pop pills. <laughs> Your whole life. It'll never end once you start. Exactly. Or at least sometimes. Right, right. Yeah. But it's just, it's terrible. It's a cycle, like you were saying. It's, it's a vicious cycle that people are getting caught up in, and it's just Because yeah. what started my whole stuff, the sugar only made the yeast infections worse, but I got... Because it's feeding Yeah, me. but the mm-hmm. very first time I got an infection was, I don't ever really... Growing up, I hated tampons. I was like, this is dumb. Why would you want to block the flow? Like, that doesn't seem right. But I was at my friend's house, and we were swimming... And so I had borrowed a tampon from my sister. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't realize it was scented till I already put it in there. Oh. And it instantly started burning. Like, my vagina felt like it was on fire, and I was like, oh, my gosh. So we were in the pool for just, like, an hour, and then I took it out immediately. But, like, it burned for days. Yeah. That's... Just from, like, it was, like, instant. I'm like, how do my sisters wear these things? I don't even. Mm, I can only imagine. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah take terrible. care of your vagina, ladies. Please. Mm-hmm. Come see me if you have questions. <laughs> right, yeah, and we'll put, because you have a Facebook page, you have a website. Instagram, all okay. of mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. I will link all of that stuff on the website on the podcast page. 
So you don't have to worry about like writing things down or remembering it if she were to tell you everything now. Mm-hmm. So you can connect with her. And so why did you decide to start your own business? Like what do you, and how does that relate to like your, what you feel like your purpose is here on earth at this time? Well, I decided to start my own business because I was literally born for this. <laughs> I have a six-planet Capricorn stellium, so working is my life. <laughs> um, I also hate working for other people, so what other solution than to start my own business? Mm-hmm. Um, but it originally started because, um, well, Hurricane Beauty Company started as it was just going to be a beauty brand, so like makeup, lashes um you know waxing i wanted to get into microblading and all that Mm. stuff um all of the things that are under the beauty umbrella you know the material beauty umbrella that that we have now um but uh, let's see so like right after i graduated college that's kind of when shit started to go haywire um I went through, that was the beginning of, like, my spiritual awakening, and Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure everybody can, most people can relate to this. The beginning of it is painful and scary and, like... (laughs) The beginning? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Not something that anybody wants to go through again. Well, I I don't know, I might go through it again because I like the place that I'm in now. Mm -hmm. But, um, but, so, at, at, at that moment, I can't even say it was just one singular moment, but throughout that period... Um, I was exposed to a lot of different things, um, as far as how the world works and how I work in the world and how all of these things that I have believed to be true for such a long time are actually very false. And, um, it was just, it was really crazy to me. And so once I started to kind of, uh, shift my own paradigm and say, okay, well, I'm not going to do this thing this regular way. I'm going to do it my way. Then that exposed me to um, all of these different healing modalities. And mm. I realized, like, oh, I've been really, really sick for a long time. That's mm. why I was so unhappy. Like, yeah. that's why I was suicidal for majority of my lifetime. Mm. Um, so when I, when I started to realize these things, I was like, okay, well, how can I fix it? I don't want to feel this way anymore. So what can I do? So I started meditating I changed my mindset I changed my eating I changed you know the the I I started putting different things into my body I started to take different actions and you know expect different results and then I would get the the results that I wanted and I was like wow that's amazing so then I realized um you know because I've always been the person that people would come to for problems like they would always come and talk to me about all kinds of stuff and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have a, a gift to be able to help kind of guide people through these tough situations. Mm. So after, you know, going through my experience, I realized, okay, well, I can help a lot of other people yes. who are in this mm-hmm. place. And, and, you know, and since then, like, I've had a lot of people, a, a lot of people who are, like, right smack dab in the middle of that um, unlearning phase, that really painful phase where it's like... Nothing I thought was true is true anymore, and I don't know what to do about it. Right. So the um, earth has just disappeared from Literally, the, the sky is falling. Like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, good. You're in a good place. Right. <laughs> That's not like, supposed to happen. Yeah, they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, no, trust me. You're in a good place right now because you're, you're recognizing, you're becoming aware that this shit is false. And that's okay, because now you can start to create your own true 
reality. And so um, it just, I don't know, it just all kind of like ended up tying in. And then so when I really like started to analyze like my name, Hurricane Beauty Company, um, or uh, like my logo or like my slogan, which is the secrets of beauty are in the eye of the storm. Like when I just, because I, I came up with all of this stuff and I was like, oh yeah, that sounds real good. I'm going to write that one down. Uh-huh. But then like recently I was looking at it and I was like, wow, that was deep when you came up with really? that. Like yeah. it was like the, the, the secrets of beauty really are in the eye of the storm. And when I think about the eye of the storm, which is the mm-hmm. calmest part of the hurricane, mm-hmm. It's it's peaceful. You can see the sky. You can you have clarity. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So when you're actually able to enter that space, yeah, then that's when you can gain control and mm-hmm. you can start to flow with the storm rather right. than slowing to, down. Yes, breathing. Mm-hmm. Like okay, I can do this. Yes. Now the second half of the storm's coming, but at least now I know what to expect. Exactly, exactly. Because mm-hmm. the storms are always going to keep coming. We have a yeah. hurricane season every year for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it has to come because that's just how seasons change. But you know, have to properly prepare for it next time. Right. So and it won't be quite as intense, or at least it might be intense, but it'll be easier to navigate. Exactly. You, you've been there before. You know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. so, when did this process start for you? Like, mm. your awakening. Mm. Summer of... Summer fallish of 2016. Okay. It was right after I graduated. Um, mm-hmm. I went and I had an internship in uh, Florida. And I had two mental breakdowns. One when I got there, one when I left. Wow. <laughs> and then okay. I came back home. And I remember I remember the first one specifically. I was sitting in the car with my mom. And I was crying. And I was like... I just don't understand why the world has so many problems and I can't fix them. Mm. And she's like, well, you're not supposed to fix all of them. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> she's like, no, you're not. So then by the time I graduated, well, actually, nope, it wasn't even then. It, it wasn't even then. It wasn't until like two years later when I realized, no, I am not supposed to fix all mm-hmm. of the world's problems, but I can help push it along by fixing my problems and then having a, a domino effect, uh, a butter no, not a, what's the one where you drop the water in it? Well, I guess it's the same thing, butterfly like effect. Ripples. Ripple effect, there we go. I can have a ripple yeah. effect. Mm-hmm. And that will help to fix all of the world's problems, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. that would that would be when I, when I would kind of pinpoint when that really happened. Mm-hmm. And so, is your family supportive of you and your business? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Maybe they, when it was just beauty products and now that it's more spiritual stuff? Or like... Um, just in general like they have I don't know I mean I guess they support from a I guess they're just honestly I don't know I mean what Mm -hmm. what is really what is support really like my mom uh she she supports my business she put she's okay my mom supports what I'm doing however she she would prefer to she would prefer me to be more stable at this moment Mm -hmm. like stick with one thing Mm -hmm. and just that thing and i'm like well why would i do just one thing when i can try at least 10 things and break you know narrow it down Mm -hmm. to the three things that i like and then pick one thing out of those things so like that's kind of the point the place where i'm at right now where i'm i'm just kind of dipping my toe in a bunch of different waters which i'm okay with because 
one thing is boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? I am the same way. One thing is I'm like, really why boring. do one when you can do five or ten? And everybody's like, you're crazy. You need to do one thing at a time. No, like, I am crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I'm crazy. Yeah. That's I, thank you for noticing. Fine, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So then she's just kind of like, all right, you do what you want. My dad, my dad is actually very supportive. Um, he's he's actually more supportive than I thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am thankful to him for that. My sister also same. The rest of my like extended family, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool business. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, that's yeah, thanks. See you guys over there. <laughs> right? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. I would say for the most part, they are pretty supportive, but I can't ask them for too much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like that's part of being an adult and developing your own business is, or even just being an adult in general, there becomes a point when you kind of have to become your own parents. And yep. what you, you know, you can't really rely on them. You have to start developing your own beliefs mm-hmm. and generating your own income. And it can be hard for us to do that. And also sometimes hard for our parents to actually let go and let us jump out of the nest because they think we're going to break our neck. Girl. But it's like, no, I have wings. Right. I have and wings. if I break my neck, you got insurance. <laughs> we can figure it out. <laughs> I'm not going to die. Right. <laughs> I might be a little crooked, but okay. <laughs> I might have to hop the rest of my life. I can of, look duct know? tape and some twigs, and, and I'll be we good can to figure go. it out. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. So, yeah. um, all right. So going back to kind of like awakening, and I know you mentioned some things like meditation, mm-hmm. but like, what are like your favorite go-to things in what I like to call your spiritual toolkit? So now instead of you know doing things you might have used to do to deal with your emotions and things like that like you mentioned being suicidal Mm -hmm. before so like now after awakening and continuing to awaken because i don't really feel like it's a one and done thing it's continual yes (laughs) but so like what are some things that you have in that toolkit that you can go to now to help you um well meditation is definitely my number one um even if it's not like sitting down closing my eyes and oming for like an hour um, it'll That's not, be... you don't meditate like that? Oh, no, I do. I do. <laughs> I can do it for like three hours, trust me. <laughs> um, but sometimes I will, uh, like, okay, for example, the other day I was going through this moment of questioning every decision that I had made in the past month. Was it a good decision? Should I have done this? Should I have trusted that person? Should I, should I, should I, should I, should I, should I, should I? And, um, and then... I had spoke to somebody who kind of like transferred some negative energy to me and um, I found myself getting ready to take it on which I was already feeling like slightly emotional because I'm on my period (laughs) so I was I was feeling slightly emotional and I was getting ready to take that on and if I had I would have like shut down Mm. for at least the rest of the night and so um, I was like okay so well this 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 is also I would consider this a form of meditation, but like having a conversation with myself and answering myself. So I stopped and I just kind of like sat there. I closed my eyes, took a few deep breaths and I was like, all right, what's going on? So I'm feeling this way because, and then I'm feeling this way because, all right, so now that you know that you're feeling this way, what's the why? Okay, so what are we going to do with that? And then I realized all I needed to do was get one question answered and 
that solved that whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just slowing down. <laughs> Literally. Figuring out what's going on instead of getting stuck on that hamster Getting wheel. in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Calm the storm. Yes. And then just sit still and be quiet. Yeah. Yep. Because so many people come to me and they're like, I can't meditate. And I'm like, why not? You don't Because I can't sit still and make my mind be quiet. I'm like, that's only one form of meditation. Mm-hmm. And even when that happens, it's most... It's usually a process. It's not like you instantly sit down and you're in this blissed out state. I would say my <laughs> mind is quiet probably like 3% of the time mm-hmm. when I'm med- meditating. Yep. It's about becoming aware of your thoughts, not necessarily exactly. trying to control them. Right. So you can learn more about yourself and how you react to situations and mm-hmm. people and noises outside or yep. just like whatever. Yep. Um, so... You can and you can meditate like moving like yoga. That's a meditation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget that or like dancing, exercising. Yeah, is... you can even meditate while you're washing the dishes. It's all yeah. about your Ooh, intention. That is such. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you mentioned that because mm-hmm. that that helped me a whole lot one day too. Like, um, so again, in this moment, I had a lot going on. I was questioning a lot. I wasn't sure of a lot. I had talked to that same particular person who put some negative energy on me, and it had me just questioning every decision I had made over the past like five years and um i was also watching a show i i I binged watched it like which i don't normally do like Mm -hmm. i hadn't done that since college but at this particular time i was like and let's just go with it so i watched like four episodes in a row and they cried in every episode and i noticed it and i was like this this is some sad episodes like this is a good (laughs) show but they're so sad so then like when i was getting ready to go to bed something else had happened and that like set it off and I was like, oh, God, okay. And I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't even get comfortable. I was like, I'm just going to go downstairs. And I had left the dishes in the sink. So I went downstairs to wash the dishes. And I'm down there like, <laughs> I just had to let it all out. Yes. And then once I did, I was like, because, you know, crying yourself to sleep is, is, is pretty helpful sometimes. So I cried myself to the point where I was tired enough where I could go to sleep. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, okay, now that you're able to think more clearly, have these conversations. And then get this worked out. And so that helped so much. So, yeah, meditation is definitely my number one tool. And you can make it, you can you can meditate any way you want to, just as long as you are finding some way to mm-hmm. become aware of your thoughts and not judge them, not attach them to any feelings, not try to sort them out. Just sit with them until you get to that point where clarity literally hits you and it's like, okay. Now I can move forward. You know what I mean? Right. You mm-hmm. have to, because a lot of times, like, our voice of doubt and our voice of fear just wants to be heard. And when we keep ignoring it, it just gets louder and yes. louder and louder, mm-hmm. and it doesn't shut up. Eckhart when- <laughs> totally calls it the pain body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we just are like, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. However, I'm still going to apply for this job because we're really not actually going to die. I promise. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh Ooh, I feel that. <laughs> so deep. So, right, deep. so meditation. Anything mm-hmm. else? In my spiritual toolkit, mm-hmm. journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's very one. helpful. Just not trying to think too deep literally just whatever words pop into your head and and writing that down i mean there's so many different forms of journaling and productive ways but when you're just trying to dump everything Mm -hmm. that's up here causing all this chaos just dump it on the paper Mm -hmm. and clear it out and then 
move forward. Yeah, I used to call it, I used to teach high school science, and I would call it a brain dump. Mm -hmm. So before the test, like, I they would always have a few minutes to study, mm -hmm. and then I'd have them put away their notes. Mm. But before I'd give them the test, I'd give them a blank sheet mm. of paper, and I'm like, everything you remember that you think you're going to forget, just write it down right now. Mm, that's very helpful. Because then it wasn't really, like, cheating because they weren't using their notes. But because they, <laughs> they were just, using their memories. Yeah, yeah. but, like, because I know for me, like, I would sometimes forget stuff when I would read the questions, and I'm like, I just knew the answer. Yeah, uh-huh. And so and you're, they, like, they panicking. Really, yeah, just, they really yeah. like that. And some kids would be, like, writing like crazy, and I'm like, mm -hmm. calm down. You, you have some time. I remember we had, like, a yeah. little – I don't remember doing this in high school, but I remember in college – Especially in math classes, we were able to like write down formulas and stuff on a an, on an index card. But it had to fit on the index card. Yep, yep. <laughs> whatever you couldn't fit on there, you... I would just write like microscopic. Yeah, uh -huh. like I would put like all my notes on there. Yep, but I had to get some friends is... with really nice handwriting to do it because yeah. mine's big and sloppy. <laughs> and students would think just because they had all the formulas down, they'd get an A on the test and they'd still fail. It's like you have to know how you still have to know how to apply uh -huh. apply the the stuff. You can't, you know, it's not the answers. Yep. It's just. A tool to help you, but yeah, yep. journaling, so meditation, journaling, mm -hmm. anything else. Mm -hmm. I know those are two big ones. Um, sitting with nature. Mm. That's a real big one for me. Like, or taking a walk, or just just being being one with nature. Like, I remember um, in college when I was like hella depressed. <gasps> Excuse me, <laughs> pick up thing. Oh, you're fine. Um, when I was in college and I was really depressed, I would just, I would like take naps all day. Mm. Um, I wouldn't really do my homework or like I would tell my friends that I would go out with them, but then I wouldn't. Um, or just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like my exact same story. Yeah, so that's why I'm nodding my head. Uh -huh. I'm, like, oh my gosh, I'm talking. I get, to I myself. get that. I'm like <laughs> preaching to the choir here. <laughs> but um, at those moments, I wish I had just like gone for a walk. Mm. and just had some fresh air that that probably would have helped a whole mm. lot um so then I did that when I when I graduated and I finished my internship and I came back home um mm -hmm. it really hit hard when I came back home because I wasn't expecting to have to come back home after college mm -hmm. like I was expecting to stay in Florida mm -hmm. um universe was like <laughs> no <Nah. laughs> so I'm like well okay and uh so I would just I would go to um this marina I would take my dog out there. Mm. I would have my sitting blanket, which is still in my car mm -hmm. to this day. I sat on it today, and I was so thankful that I, mm. oh, my God, it was beautiful. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I would just, like, sit out there. I would listen to music. I would, like, watch the ducks in the water. And, you know, the old men would always try to have conversations with me. I don't know what it is, but old men just love talking to me about their whole life story, <laughs> about their wives and their kids and their jobs and the military. And I'm like, all right, great, thank you. Have a nice day. The same thing happens to me. Like, and sometimes like it, it builds up to that, but yeah. most of the time it does not. Oh like I was walking to my car in a parking lot, and this man, this older man, walks up to me. I couldn't tell if he was homeless or not. I was like, he's gonna ask me for money because he had that look. Yes, then all of a sudden he's just like, hey, let me tell you about. Let me tell you about my dead grandma. Yes. Like, oh my god. Let me tell you about. Oh, well, me and my my ex wife when we went and we bought this house out in this place, and, and I'm like. Okay, cool. All right, Sanford. Well, I'll see you <laughs> next week. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just... Empaths. People are like, oh, you stuff. You just seem different. Let me tell you everything I need to... I'd be like, how in. about you tell me important stuff, like the 16 digits on your credit card? <laughs> <laughs> I'll you really want to help. Like, if you right. were like, oh, okay. <laughs> tell me important stuff like that. 
That's what I care about. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But not really. <laughs> but kind of. But not really. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh goodness. Yeah, so what were we talking about before that? Sitting in nature. Oh, that yes. is Sitting that is nature. my cure. And avoiding so people. Many. <laughs> and headphones don't work either. Headphones in your face in a book does not work. No. It don't work. People are persistent. Mm-hmm. They want what they want when they want. Mm-hmm. But then I've just had to learn, like, well, sometimes people just need somebody to talk to and it won't kill you to listen. <laughs> this is true. You know? This is true. Yeah. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I definitely agree. All right. So, I mean, I'm looking at the questions right now. We pretty much answered most of them because some of them overlap. Um, so, is there anything else you want to share about yourself or about your business or anything at all? Mm, well, um, I feel like I, I don't know, I feel like I kind of touched on mm-hmm. everything with my business mm-hmm. now people know a lot about my history mm-hmm. I'm at a I'm at a very good place in my life right now um, where even fear doesn't scare me anymore mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then I read something in a book today called personal power mm-hmm. it's like the women's guide hold on I can tell you it's like the women's guide to to something Personal power, the guide for today's working woman. Ah, nice. Yes, and so um, I just like open it up. I like to do that sometimes. A new book, just open it up to whatever page and read it and see if it would like capture me or maybe I needed that message. And it said that um, uh, women, like the the ladies who did the study, um, they were saying that they 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 did a study with men and women, and while men uh, embrace fear women mm. or no 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 that wasn't it i don't even remember what it said about the men they don't they're not relevant <laughs> i was saying that the women have a fear of success so yes that's what i'm struggling with a lot right yes now. and like it's like the more they want to be successful the less they want to be successful because of the fear of it because of mm-hmm. of the the possible negative um mm-hmm. uh impacts that it might have Um, Like they were saying that it might make them less attractive to a mate or um, Mm -hmm. people might think that they are less feminine because Mm -hmm. success has been tied to aggression Mm -hmm. and uh, masculinity and force and just, you know, all these terms that have been that have negative connotations to them. And so women are like, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to sound bossy. I don't want to. You know, I don't want people to think that I got this by cheating my way through mm. it, you know. Or sleeping with my boss or whatever. Or sleeping with your fucking boss. <laughs> you know, the, woo, man. Who cares if you slept with your boss? Go do it, girl. What you talking about? <laughs> Go do it and get $10,000 from him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> man, I am so... <laughs> I have no problem. <coughs> Excuse me. I have no problem with women being sexually liberated and using that to make their money. Like, Cardi B said the same thing. She loves stripping because it made her $20,000 a month. Are you kidding me? Go do it. What are you talking about? (laughs) What are we talking about? As long as you're safe and careful. Exactly. Exactly. And happy. (laughs) But back to to the topic. Um, But yes, so that fear of success. And I was like, for the past year, I have felt the fear of success. I would be afraid that um, if I spoke my mind too much, people would not like that. Or um, 
I don't know. I just, I don't, I couldn't even rationalize it. I just, I couldn't rationalize it. I was like, I just, I, I'm afraid. I don't know what's going to happen. What if I become a millionaire? What the fuck am I going to do with that million dollars? You know? But then I'm like, well, I do have a whole list of things that I want to do with my million dollars. So maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just at this point where I'm like, who cares? Like, do it scared. Just go for it. Just, just do it scared. And that's another thing. I stopped associating the I, I stopped associating fear and being scared with um, uh, something bad that would make me stagnant. Mm. And so now if I feel fear from something, I will say I'm feeling this fear because this is either new or really intense. Mm. So if it's something that I've never done before, I'm feeling the fear of the unknown. Um, so go for it anyway. Mm-hmm. If it's something that I have done before, but now they're like, you know, up in the intensity, then that's that's really all it is. It's just getting more intense. So there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just, just do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just got to do it scared. You know what? Like, buck up. <laughs> Poke your chest out. Right. Stick like, your titties out. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Because <laughs> there's natural levels of fear that yeah. are there, you know, so you don't, like, burn Kill yourself, yourself on the stove. Yes, or, exactly. Or drive 100 miles an hour down the highway and well, run into the guardrail. That's actually, okay, yeah, the guardrail thing, but, you know, going down the highway at 100 miles per hour, that's that's very exhilarating. I'm only saying this because I have an eight-speed oh, <laughs> in the <okay>. engine, <laughs> so it just feels really good. <laughs> All right. But you're right, the caution, the caution, mm-hmm. the fight or flight. Yeah. And that's what But that's, we don't need to let it like control us. So we exactly. become a slave to our fear and we never do anything else. Mm, exactly. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yes. Oh so that uh that's the place that I'm at now. And I do not regret this past year at all. Even though like I I, I totally didn't get anything done that I wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, that's okay because I needed to experience all of that to get mm-hmm. to this to this fearless point now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody had told me, um, he was like, Yeah, when a woman has a baby or when they hit like their thirties, they suddenly become fearless. And I'm like, huh. That that makes a lot of sense because I ain't never met a mom that's afraid to do anything. Well, I mean, okay, some of them might be afraid to make a risky move, but like, if it's between, it, like, like she won't let anybody get between her and her baby. Mm-hmm. Like she will risk her whole life for her baby, and so I like hanging around a lot of moms and learning from moms because the way they operate, especially moms in business, they they operate in a totally different like playing field Mm -hmm. and it's awesome and i'm like wow oh my god so you know everything like really do yeah yeah Yeah. seriously spend more time with moms ask them questions especially the ones that own businesses ask them a Mm -hmm. lot of questions because they have a lot of insight and and they're all fearless like they just go for it because they're like Mm -hmm. well i gotta take it i gotta feed my kid you know Mm -hmm. so i'm like okay yeah you're right and so from like watching them operate i'm like okay operate like a mom how would a mom do this would she be afraid to put herself out there for this thing so she can bring in this extra money so she can, you know, buy her kid this pair of shoes for his basketball game or get them braces mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. broken neck surgery. Right, because they fell out the nest. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I'm like, okay, so my business right now is my baby and I have to be there to nurture mm-hmm. it. 
the same way I would if it was an actual living, kicking, soul-sucking thing. Because <laughs> wow. that's what babies are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you still love it. Yeah. But then they're cute and they smile and they laugh. Oh my god, the and they time. smell so good they when do. they come out. Oh. <laughs> babies. I can smell baby smell right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just want to get yeah. a smell of something. <laughs> well, I don't have a baby. Me neither. Me neither. So... Somebody that. Oh, I know somebody who just had a baby. So. Okay, then there you go. Yeah. We'll go visit yeah. them later. Mm-hmm. All right. I only met her like <laughs> once, but maybe, maybe she'll let me. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh, I feel. Thank you. Because, you know, we, we, I'm not going to go into my personal business right now. But Asia and I were talking a little bit before the podcast and we're going through some challenging times mm-hmm. where I'm really being tested mm-hmm. to uh, act without fear, to be like, fuck you, fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, this was really good. And I feel inspired and encouraged yeah. oh, <laughs> in, a, in a, yeah, I'm a little uplifted. So good, hopefully good, good, those good. of you listening do as well. And I will once again post Asia's contact information with the link. Um, to this podcast so you can check her out and support her. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is right. excellent. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next, or I'll see you on the next episode. Peace, friends. Love and blessings. Love and light. <laughs>